So now we have our next and final guest. So Dina McGrath. Hiya, how are you? Welcome along. So you are the Healthy, uh, Healthy County Coordinator for the Rural and Community Development Department in Clare County Council. And you're here today with Tori, but yeah. you're going to talk to us about the Clare's farmers weaving stories together. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so this is a creativity um, for wellbeing initiative uh, that ourselves and Clare County Council, um, the Healthy Clare team, the Age Friendly Clare and the Creative Clare team have come together, put together. Um, in partnership with uh, the IFA, the Irish Farmers Association, um, Clare and um, Quivin and Clare, so that's the Clare Memories team, and also the Midwest Connecting for Life team. So we've come together with this project and it's been delivered in five mart areas throughout the county. So that's um, Kilfenora, Kilrush, Scarif, Six Mile Bridge and Ennis. And it's about working with farmers in those areas and capturing their past memories of what farming was like there and what their experiences are of farming today and then what they hope for the future. And how it's been captured is, so we have Quiven and Clare, Paula Carl, she's um, yes. facilitating the session, so she is. Um, and the farmers are kind of sitting in a really informal seating arrangement around her and she's just asking them some questions about their, their time as farmers and what they're, what they're doing in the land at the moment. And um, it's been graphically harvested then by a professional graphic harvester in the room. Um, what does that mean? What's a graphic harvester? Yeah, it's a really cool new technique. Yeah. So um, it's just a way of you talking in your words and they draw out images based on what you're saying. Oh, so it's wow. like a visual story. Yeah. Um, so we're capturing that for each of the areas. And, and the great thing about that then is we're hoping to put it all together then once we've done the final piece in Scarf, um, that's next Monday. <coughs> that it'll all be put together into booklets that'll be made available to the farmers and the wider community after that. And we plan to do a big launch around it in Glore with them. <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, um, I was just going to ask you there. Um, I mean, farming practices have changed so much um, uh, from, from, from many, many years ago. Uh, look, uh, uh, listening to older farmers, um, have they a positive attitude towards the new farming practices these days? Well, we've done two already. So we've, we've done the one in Ennis and the one in Six Mile Bridge. And one of the key things that keeps coming up in both those areas was actually the nostalgia around the typical um, family farm and how important that was. Um, and how we, we have changed over the flat past few years, um, probably about the last 20 years, to a different practice. But they do still have that kind of fond memory of yes, the old yes. style of farming. And all the old machinery and all the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even yeah. just the diversity of what they were doing on the farm. Like there was always, say, vegetables on, on the farm. There was a lot of um, chickens. There's lots of images of um, people carrying chickens <laughs> and collecting eggs too in some of the graphics. So, um, yeah, it, it's a really, um, really, really nice. And it's really nice to see it through an image because, as I said, we'll have one big page capturing all three tenses and then they'll be woven together with each of the other parishes. So you'll be able to see what the common themes are, what the differences are um, from one to the other as well. And it's, it's important to have those, these, those archives, as I call them, in, a, in many, many years to come, and people can look back at it. Yeah, and what's nice too is um, literally, even if you don't get to attend the event, you know, somebody who did go, they can show you what they've created. And that's a key piece of it, is coming together to create something with your peers and your community. And um, you'll be able to show the likes of, you know, your little ones, your grandkids. Yes, you have your, your, your daughter here as well. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you can show them what that yeah. image means, what the story about that was. Um, so again, it connect, it's connecting other people then who even went there and passing on the knowledge that you would have or the memories you have around that. And can I ask, obviously, like 
farming has changed considerably over the years. So what would, would have been like, you know, there's no longer, we don't have the creameries anymore, we don't have the, the bakeries. So what are the key things that farmers are now saying that maybe how things have changed, not necessarily for the better? Yeah, well, it's very much a positive um, piece because it, a lot of the time is actually spent around the memories and then the experiences of farming today. And time poor is probably one of the biggest things that keeps coming up. And they did, they mentioned the creameries and how, you know, even that social connection where people would go, they would collect, they, there'd be one guy who would collect on his way to the creamery for all the neighbours. So you'd stop in and chat in that sense. While that's kind of gone now where a tanker lands, collects it and brings it off. So you definitely notice that the loneliness, the social connection is a mess there. And that's kind of what this project's about too. It's well-being is very much the key core of this and it's bringing the farmers out to chat to each other and have a cup of tea and a few sandwiches along with that, but also to create something at the end of it. And farming, it's fair to say, and, I've, and I have been alluded to this point before, it can be a lonely, tough life. Oh, oh, definitely, yeah. Um, and especially now because there's a lot of kind of off-site farming maybe too, like um, people have two jobs. So you might have a full-time farmer on, in this farm and then the one beside might be part-time. So they don't actually see each other yeah. quite as much yeah. as they would have yeah. in the past, um, which can be quite tough in its sense. Mm. And like, yeah, because I've done my own research on food security in Ireland and like talking to farmers and fishers and growers. And, and again, it's that kind of erosion of farming. Is There's still an acknowledgement though that it's such a wonderful quality of life in the mm. sense that they're working the land, they're able to be around their kids, now even in terms of grandkids as well, but it's unfortunately that there isn't necessarily the generation to follow to continue on the farming that they would like to continue on. Yeah, and I think that, that pride even by carrying on the tradition of farming is a big one. Um, and that is that does come up in the graphics too. Nobody wants to break the link. Yeah, sure. Uh, and sure, that was sure. one of the terms that was used in one sense, but they also don't want to force somebody else to take it on. Um, and that's why the love of the family farm was a key theme that came through in, in all the areas so far too. Mm. Um, but yeah, now that's that's another reason too. Like the loneliness is definitely something that we'd be aware of, especially from a healthy care perspective too, because you know mental health promotion would be one of our key priority areas. And that's why the event in Glore, when we're launching the booklet, we're also um, inviting say stand holders yes. um, nice. to come to that event as well. So after the launch, different types of say supports and services for the farming community will be on site that day too just to promote their services especially heading into the winter and that is it's quite a tough time it's dark in the evenings and the weather deteriorates yeah. it's nice to know that there is support and services out there for far the farmer community if, if they need them oh well done and so you've already done four sessions so you've been you're in six mile bridge in on the 18th of september ennis the 25th of september kilfenora we're going to kilfenora on the 10th oh, so of next kilfenora tuesday is next week yeah. yes yes in october yeah um, and yeah. so you've done two already and then you're going to be in kilfenora the 10th of october kilrush the 12th of october and scarif on the 16th of october now obviously we're scarif bay community yes. radio so we're very keen to learn about the insights from Scarif. But can you just tell us, as you said, like you have one person facilitating, it's quite an informal environment. What are the kind of things that you'd like to, to hear from people that might turn up? Yeah, so the five questions that we've um, kind of put out there to, to kind of focus the group and kind of you know, capture the, the true meaning of what we're trying to achieve here. And that is, so the first one is like, what are your earliest memories of farming? And we all have those memories, even people that aren't farmers or might not have grown up in a farm. They remember visiting their grandparents' farm or they remember going over to their friend's house and climbing on the hay bales. So that kind of stuff is coming up. So it's not just people that are like maybe farmed years ago. Maybe it could be somebody who wants to farm in the future. But they're welcome to come along too and share 
their opinions, their thoughts, or even just listen, because it's very much about connection. And that's why we've gone to the five Mart areas, um, basically bringing the project to them as well um, in those areas. Second question then is, what drew you to becoming a farmer? So what made you become a farmer? Maybe, you know, it was passed down to you, or maybe you, you decided to move from a different country and come farm here. Do you know, it's all about that. What made you be a farmer? And then what type of farming do you practice today? Has it changed? You know, are, are you diversifying a little bit more? Are you still doing what your dad did? You know, what? Do you find that there's a huge interest in farming or do you, do you see that younger people are, are maybe saying, actually, I don't want to go down farming route? Do you find that? Um, that hasn't really come up, to be honest. Uh, anybody that's kind of there is talking about how much they love being a farmer okay. Okay. and how much it, it has changed and how it is tough. Um, but no, nobody's, everybody who's they come, yeah, it. they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. It's very much a sense of pride in it. Um, and yeah, like even there, you would describe a farmer as somebody who is um, basically looking after land for the next generation is yeah. how they were kind of, you know, it, it yeah. be put across, which is really nice. And the other questions are, what do you love most about being a farmer? Uh, and that always is, is quite intriguing one, like what their favorite thing to do on the farm is or what makes them stay doing it every day. Because it is quite a tough job. They're up early every morning. In all sorts of weather. In too, all sorts they? of yeah, weather. Yeah. They, can, they never get a day off. From, no. <laughs> um, and then also, what are your aspirations from, for your farm in 10 to 20 years time? Yeah. So and that's what, a big one. What's the feedback on that one so far? The hope that it'll still be there is one of the biggest ones. Um, and the hope that the, say, the family farm will either continue or come back. That mm. seems to be the big one. Um, because big changes, as we know, are ahead yeah. in terms of if our climate change emissions and the whole lot. I mean, there's a, there's a, a specific focus on agriculture and reducing the emissions from mm. agriculture. So the whole, everything would need to be changed on the family farm. Yeah, so th that, was, that was one of the ones. And um, it's always quite a hard one to... Because even if you're asked, what do you expect in 10, 20 years yourself? It's never an easy thing to, to say or to do. You don't even know how we're doing yeah, tomorrow, not exactly. in <laughs> We're all so busy too. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it, and I think it's nice the fact it's captured visually too. Yeah. Because it, you don't have to read a 100-page document to, to kind of get the idea of it. And you can put your own thoughts into it yes. too yourself. Yeah. You can take what you want out of each of the images. Um, and those images then, so they'll be launched in, in Glore on that day too. And we're on going the 13th of November. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to blow it up into a big kind of A1 poster for each of the areas. Um, and we'd present that back to the areas then after that too. So people in the local community can stop in and see those and images where, after as well. Where will those, where will they be housed? Housed as such, yes. Yeah, we're hoping to link in either with the Marts or the libraries to yeah. see who could display them. Yeah, oh, um, fantastic. and to allow the most access to them too. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe for those that may not be able to attend on the days, um, is there a way that they can contribute their thoughts as well? Yeah, so they're welcome to um, let us know if, if they want to even give us a call. So our number's um, on it. So that's 065-684-6276. Or they can email in to agefriendlyclare at clarecoco.ie. I've had one or two already. Um, kind of contribute in different ways. So somebody uh, actually loves writing poems about her farm and stuff. Okay, right. Which is yeah. quite unique. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very much about the farming life and a poem about that. So she sent in a few poems that she would like to kind of be reflected in some way through the project, which is lovely. Um, so like that, we're, we're welcome everybody's thoughts and um, opinions around it. And how can people then get access to the book? It'll be available in all of our Clare libraries and we'll also have one online. And like that again, if they call 065... 684-6276 we'll be able to mail one out to them once it's put together that's great and also so people have the opportunity to register online so yes. the website here is 
yoursay.clarecoco.ie forward slash farmers hyphen weaving hyphen stories hyphen together. <laughs> yeah, and all the information about the project is up on the webpage too. Yeah. Um, that's a dedicated webpage for it. Nice. Yeah. And so can I ask, what's, what's next after this project then? What's the next kind of thing you're going to be working on? Um, we're also working on a Blue Health and Wellbeing Passport too um, with Healthy Ireland funding. Um, so what that's about is actually highlighting the kind of health and wellbeing spaces around the county. Um, the likes of where all the libraries are, the playgrounds, the blue and green flag beaches and lakes. Um, and kind of just promoting what's local here for your health and wellbeing, getting outside, nice. going for walks. Well, keep us posted on everything that's going. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, no, just I want to say a huge thanks to um, you guys for inviting us along. Um, the farmers are the key piece of this project, so it's getting them to the event is the key piece and also them having a, a great time. Um, and we really hope to have as many as possible in Glore on the um, 13th as possible. And can you just remind people of the upcoming events where they can take part? Yeah, so this Tuesday, the 10th of October from 6 to 8, we're in Kilfenora, the community hall there. Um, on Thursday, the 12th of October from 6 to 8, we're in the Kilrush Community Centre. And then on Monday, the 16th of October from 6 to 8 again, we're in the Scarif GA Hall. That's the Derg Alliance um, Club there. Yes. And do people need to register or can they just turn up? No, they're welcome to just come along too if they like. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Dina. Thank you very that. much. I really yeah. appreciate for your time. And thank you for doing this because it's such an important piece of work to do as well. Um, and so if anybody has any uh, questions or wants to get involved, they can contact 065. 684-6276 or email agefriendlyclare at clairecoco.ie and Tori thank you very much for uh, being so good while you're waiting <laughs> and so we are now going to play Peter Gabriel's song That'll Do from the film Babe.